Hello and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast. My name's Harry and as usual I'm joined by Bob and we're also joined by Newcastle United fan and YouTuber Adam. Uh, we'll leave the links to his channels down below, go and check them out. Uh, thanks for joining us, Adam. We're going to be talking today about the Premier League, obviously just started up, we've had some games already and obviously the transfer window's just shut so we've got some, some interesting things to talk about. Uh, we'll start off just looking at the transfer window generally, Bob. Um, who do you think has had the best window so far well, this summer? I think there's a, a few candidates, definitely. If we're talking, obviously, in terms of the Premier League, I think uh, I'd say you have to put Aston Villa up there, maybe just because of like all the great attacking players that they signed. Obviously, Danny Ings, Wendy and um, Bailey are all really good. And, and it was a great way to respond to obviously selling Grealish and all that. And also, I think, arguably, Chelsea had a great window. So they signed Lukaku got Saul on loan but they also sort of made a good turnaround I don't think they actually I think their net spend was like I think they made back almost all the money they spent on Lukaku so for me I'd have to say between those two to be honest yeah what about you Adam what do you think I actually disagree with that I think Villa and Chelsea obviously have both had really good windows but I think Man U for me uh, 110 million pounds and Ronaldo Sancho and Varane I mean that for me is mental. Uh, I think Ferran are fitting really nicely alongside Maguire. Sancho's obviously a player that Ronaldo, uh, Manny would be looking for for years now. So I think getting him and Ronaldo literally a few days for the window shut. I, I don't know. For me, that one's absolutely phenomenal. But uh, uh, yeah, Ferran and Chelsea really good as well. For me, I think Manny had the best window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that um, that United business, very, very well done. Obviously, previous windows, mm-hmm. they haven't done kind of as well as the fans would have wanted. But bringing those names in obviously for the price they got them as well brilliant um obviously there's the the big money one that was jack grealish that came in for man city 100 yeah. million maybe they overpaid on that one what do you think bob mm. i mean i think it's quite hard for man city to have a good window like i know it sounds weird to say but like i feel like their squad is ridiculously good anyway obviously like you've seen when uh they played Arsenal, they're just like, their players just, I mean, I know Arsenal are poor, but you know, they're, they're just, as a team, their depth is ridiculous, and I think, you know, signing Grealish, you had obviously the hype from uh, the uh, the Euros in the summer and everything, so I think he probably wasn't worth 100 million, but to Aston Villa, he's worth 100 million, so I think that sort of didn't justify the spend, but I guess it also justified the sale, but I mean, it obviously was a good window, Jack Grealish is a class player, but yeah, I think it's difficult for them to improve when their team is really so good you know yeah Adam what were your thoughts on that transfer I think it was good for Man City uh, I think Man City fans biggest disappointment is somehow is the fact that they were linked with Kane linked with Messi linked with Ronaldo didn't get any of them in the end I mean that's obviously mm-hmm. frustrating for them but yeah like obviously like Bobby said uh, it's really hard for Man City to have a, a good window because the team's so good who wants to come to Man City and be a bench warmer you want to be the, in the start 11 every single time it's just not possible at Man City I think they did need an hour strike when obviously after Aguero left, but really though, I mean, who could have honestly got that willing to go to Man City at the minute? I mean, it's it's yeah. near on pop, really good window, but yeah, I think Greenish is good, hundred million pounds. I think he's starting quite well, but obviously you're gonna have to expect a lot for hundred million pounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. and as you mentioned there with Ronaldo, there was this news that broke. Obviously, that he was he was leaving Juventus, and then it was he's going to Man City, and everyone was like, oh, he's gonna. Break, uh, going to break the Man United fans' hearts going and crossing the city, and then suddenly out of nowhere, it was just oh no, he's not going to Man City. Man City pulled yeah. out. He's going back to United. Um, 
do you think that's going to be able that's going to make them title challengers now like obviously they were going to challenge for the title but t- maybe yeah. title favorites do you think that's more... uh i don't know i think the i think the main thing stopping united is maybe the spine obviously we know they've got like amazing attacking talent obviously their defense is on paper is obviously brilliant obviously Guaya, Varane, you know, Wamasaka, sure, all world-class. I mean, they're not all world-class, but, you know, a decent amount of world-class players in that team. And I think it's just like, obviously, there's always to be that conversation, you know, about Fred in the middle not being, you know, maybe up to the standard they need. Obviously, there's always going to be questions about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, whether he can actually, you know, bring them a trophy. So I think with the team, obviously, with Ronaldo, they'd definitely be expected to be up there. But I'm not, I think it's early to tell. I'm not too sure that they'll push for the title, but I, I, I'm definitely aware that it could be possible, you know? Yeah, we saw last wind, obviously, they brought in Cavani and he did mm-hmm. good for them in the end. People were unsure about how we do in the top, in the top, top league. Um, Ronaldo, the comments have been made of, obviously, he's not the same player he was when he was at them before, when he was really young. Mm-hmm. Do you think, Adam, that he's going to be able to... I think the thing is, he won't be able to put the fear into Virgil van Dijk but he obviously he will for lower down teams like Crystal Palace. Do you think that he's still going to be as effective as, as they might hope? Yeah, uh, even at 36, I think Ronaldo's still got one or two really good years in the Premier League. Um, obviously, yeah. he just came off a golden boot winner at the Euros. He was the golden boot winner on the South here last season. I mean, yes, he's a lot older, but for the money they spent on him, for the fact it's Ronaldo, he's obviously going to have a great time, man. You and them. Mm-hmm. And in terms of our teams in the Premier League, even the likes of Van Dijk, I don't think they'll be terrified of him, but they will definitely be quite wary when he's on the pitch. So we'll mm-hmm. see what impact he makes in the end, but I think he's going to seriously give Manu some confidence this season, give him some positive beliefs, because every single window for Manu is always kind of missing out on this player, they're missing out on this player. But this time round, this team have got all the players that they wanted. So I think Manu fans will be really optimistic for this season. Yeah, definitely. With, with a thought on that, of seeing this window that's come in for United, um, They've done brilliant business. They finished second last year. Do you think the pre- the serious pressure will be on Oli if they don't get really close to winning the league this year because he's got brilliant players in there? Are you going to maybe say the argument then that he needs time with them a year? What, what do you think, Bob? I think... Uh, no, I do think he has had the time now. He's been there for quite... You know, is it three years, two years? I'm, I can't totally remember, but he's been there for yeah for a decent amount of time. So I think with the uh, Glazers, obviously, I don't know how much of the money going to transfers is from the Glazers and not just from Manu's revenue. But I do think they'll be demanding that he does at least, if they don't win the title, I think they have to win some silverware because I think it's just been quite a long time for Man United before they've, you know, I think the last time was they uh, the one in the Europa League with Mourinho, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I think. Some silverware has to be won. Otherwise, there will definitely be questions around whether Oli is the man to do it. But it also depends if the Glazers are ambitious enough to go and sack him and get somebody else, you know? Mm. And if we're going to look then at another team that have, they're the major newcomers to the Premier League, Brentford. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think they're going to do, Adam? They've just come up there 10th, I think, at the moment in the league. Obviously, had a brilliant start um, opening game against a, a club that shall not be named yet. Um, uh, yeah, how do you think they're going to? How do you think they're going to do this season? Uh, in terms of the signs, I mean, it's not just about the signs. I mean, I think play, keeping players like Ivan Tony, for example, is really good for them. Uh, he's a player that will class last season in the championship, and for Brentford, 
Yes, I think they should have done a lot more in the window, but then again, they haven't gone awful on money, so they kind of made do what they can. But they've had a great start this season, Brentford. They look quite good. Even in games, they don't particularly play well, and they're still getting results, which is obviously huge for a team near the bottom. I think for Brentford, um, I would actually put them down in 70. You've had them have a good season at all, but uh, for me, though, at the minute, they look like a team's probably going to finish around about 13, 14. I think they're comfy stay up, and they'll just be a nice sort of first season for them, hoping for uh, the next season there'll be one for the push on. But yeah. in terms of the I mean, they made, they made a couple of okay ones where it's nothing really special. Yeah, and Bob, do you think it's... Brentford have to be very careful and they have to look at what happened with Sheffield United about having a good first season, but then being wary that once you've been there for a year, people figure you out. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have the fairy tale year this year, you know, like everyone... A lot of people were quite wary and were like uh, thinking they were going to go straight down and have a bad season. I personally did think they were going to do well because obviously I was I was running obviously Matthew our friend is a Brentford fan so I was running a little bit on the hype train and just like hoping they were going to do well but yeah I do think you know with a new stadium obviously the manager's quite vocal energetic a lot of people like he's a very likable person I think with that sort of you know aura around the club at the minute I do think they'll do as Adam said quite well maybe 13th that'd be a great season for them but yeah they do have to be careful and get down to the fact that yes this year not it's going to be a fluke, but I think it might be, you know, like they might do better than they expect. And next year they have to definitely make some solid signings and solidify themselves because they don't want to just be, you know, a yo-yo club that does well in the championship comes up and then, you know, can't hack it. But they also need to be careful that clubs have fallen into in the past. I think Fulham, where they spent a lot of money trying to keep themselves in the Prem and then it didn't quite work out. So yeah, you just have to be, be careful and keep the balance, I think. Yeah. Um, and a team that have done quite well, they've moved themselves from relegation candidates each year to now they're pushing up for Europe. Um, West Ham, they've done very well under David Moyes. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think they'll do this season, Adam? Obviously, they beat Leicester. Um, that was a brilliant game. Do you think they can maybe topple some more of the top four? It depends on West Ham, really. They've had a really good start. The team on paper is really good, but the lack of depth. Once a player like Antonio is going to get injured, trust me, there's a lot of injury-prone players in that squad. They're going to struggle. The Europa League football this season, they've got to play extra games, and it's going to take its toll on the players within the next couple of months. And yes, they made some good sides, like Kurt Zuma coming in. Yeah, he's going to be a great player for the squad, but really, though, um, you look at a team like Everton, they didn't make particularly good signs, but they bought a lot of players for squad depth. I think I think West Ham should have done a similar thing. Um for me, at the minute, it's going to be great for them. But once the injury's coming, I think they're going to struggle quite a bit. Uh, I think they're mm-hmm. about a mid-table team this season. Uh, I think West Ham's biggest problem, like I said, is literally the squad depth. Uh, once some of the players get injured, it's going to seriously affect the team. Yeah, Bob, what do you think? Yeah, I totally agree with Adam. I think they definitely had to do a bit more in the summer. Because obviously, they, it was a shame that they didn't keep Jesse Lingard. I think that would have been good for his career. And obviously, now he's just sort of, you know, sitting around a Man United on the bench. I don't know why he wanted to do that, but... I mean, I guess there's a maybe he feels it's more his club. I'm not too sure, but yeah, I do think they've made a mistake not signing more players. I think they brought in an attacking midfielder in Vlasic on deadline day, I think, yeah. and this guy called Alex Kral or something from uh, some Czech Republic team. I can't remember, but I think it's just not quite enough because obviously, as you said, they've now got European football, and you know, with Antonio, who is we know is quite injury prone, so yeah, it could it could. I mean, they could get lucky. It could go well for them, or as you said, it could go, could go horribly wrong. You never know West Ham, to be honest. Yeah, I think the the job Moyes has done with them so far has been really good. 
I think they definitely need to back it up though this season with another mm-hmm. s- strong finish in the top 10. Um, yeah. Obviously, they'll have a bit more pressure than maybe they did last season. Uh, and as you guys have said, the, the Europa League football, um, I'm, I'm sure the West Ham will probably be doing everything they can to keep Antonio fit because <laughs> like we've seen in the game so far this season, he's ridiculous for them. He's He's very good, but yeah, injury yeah. prone. Um, another striker, obviously, Romelu Lukaku returned to the Premier League this summer to Chelsea. What do you think of this Chelsea team, Bob? They're they're very very good when it comes to squad depth. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like when we played them and they beat us two 0 that the team they put out and then the subs they bring on is just like ridiculous. Like, I didn't even realize it, but over time their team has just got insane. Like the amount of players they have, like they're bringing on. Can they, they got like Kovacic and Mount in the middle, and they bring on Kante, they've got Ziyech, they've got Pulisic, they've got Saul now, he's a great player from Atletico Madrid. It's like, I think the fact that their team is so big and they have all, not quite the depth of Man City, but you know, they're definitely getting towards that point. And I do think, you know, if they carry on in this way, they'll they're going to be a massive team for the future, especially because a lot of their players are very good and very young as well. Mm, and Thomas Tuchel has done a brilliant job with them. I mean, he took over and then won the Champions League, which I don't think anyone would have seen them winning the Champions League under Frank Lampard. Um, Adam, no. what do you make of the job he's done so far and where the club can really look at this season? I think he's been incredible so far. I thought we'd take him to Sutherland. Like, when he came halfway into the season, I expected to see the season out, then go for it this year. But now he's went out and won the Champions League with him. So, I mean, it's, it's been incredible to see lucky for PSG in the year prior. But... Yeah, he's done a really good job. I think Chelsea's biggest problem was obviously needing the straight, which you got Lukaku now. So, yeah, expect him to try and win the Champions League again, go for the Premier League and try and win everything, really. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll probably win. Uh, I think they win more of the Cubs this season. I think they do well in the Champions League, but I actually don't think they're going to win the Premier League. Uh, I think in terms of Chelsea, though, uh, the squad depth's incredible. Um, the, the bench is a joke. Uh, I think up there with Man City in terms of squad depth. But we still to get on this season. Obviously, they've got high expectations now. They're expecting to try and win multiple trophies this year. But yeah, obviously, I think it's to Chelsea. He's been incredible so far. Yeah, I think it's going to be worrying. Obviously, everyone thought Chelsea were brilliant before. They brought Lukaku in, and now Lukaku yeah. is going to rip. I would be surprised if Lukaku doesn't rip the league to shreds with goals. Um, <laughs> it's possible. It's definitely possible. He had a. It, Van Dijk and Matip kind of managed to keep him quiet. I think that was also quite beneficial on the fact that they had a man down, so Chelsea weren't going for it as much yeah. as possible. Um, with Liverpool, they've—I don't know what it is. There was a few, obviously, a few seasons ago when they won the league, they looked ridiculously good, and they had all this hype about them. Yeah, I think it's just gone a bit. I'd, obviously, we saw last season they had a bit. I had a drop-off with injuries. Everything kind of caught up with them. Um, they didn't really bring any players. Obviously, they brought Canate earlier in the window. Now Firmino's out for several months. What yeah. can you see this season looking like for Liverpool? Because they, personally for me, I don't think they look as good as they were mm. when they won that league. Yeah, I think the, the drop-off has been sort of... I think the drop-off was obviously massively increased by the loss of centre-backs last season, which sort of... I think lowered the camp in the uh, the club just because of how good they were and how poor they had been at times last season. I do think squad depth is a huge issue for them because obviously, as you said, Firmino's out now and they've got their front three, I guess, will be Salah, Jota and uh, Mane. But I think their whole team is just 
I don't know, you can go a bit stale and you need to bring in new players. Also, we see the amount of like ridiculous contract extensions they've had this summer, which I mean, fair play. They, they, they're keeping their, their key players, you know, obviously. I think they signed Robertson and Henderson and Allison and I think Salah as well, which obviously is good keeping these great players. But I do think you need to introduce freshness. Obviously, we saw how good Jota was last season when he wasn't injured. So, yeah, I think they're obviously going to be up there because they're, they're starting 11 is just class. But yeah, definitely squad depth is a bit of an issue for them. Yeah, Adam, what do you make of Liverpool this season? Yeah, well, I agree with everything that's been said, really. Uh, I think Liverpool need to make some signings. Uh, you've seen Salah go to Chelsea on deadline day. Like, why are Liverpool not trying to get him alone? Like, it's an obvious sign to try and get in. Like, they haven't even tried to really sign anyone this window. Um, yes, mm-hmm. they've got an Arsenal off, which you needed, but they still needed a replacement for Wayne out. They let him go to free a PSG and they haven't got anyone in. Like, it's it baffles mm-hmm. me. Um, you expect Liverpool to get in the top four, but. I can't see him competing with the Manchester teams in Chelsea this season. Um, I think the squad depth is way too good. Yeah. And obviously, they already are teams spend loads of money, but Liverpool just haven't done anything in this window. I think it's going to cost them. I don't think they'll have a good season at all. Well, top four, obviously, but not a good season for Liverpool fans. Yeah, obviously, we've seen Klopp work miracles with them taking over and then developing this team and done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, as I said, it's just wearing off now. And I think... Obviously, everyone knows how good they are. They've shown how good they can be. Um, but the fact earlier in the season, they early at the start of the season, they're, they're scraping past Burnley with a few. Yeah. Burnley did really well against them, I think, even though they did lose. Um, mm-hmm. But when you look at the team that they were when they won the league, you weren't scraping wins past Burnley. You weren't When they won the Champions League, they weren't mm. scraping wins against teams that yeah. are going to be lower mid-table. So exactly. I think, as we've said, we need they need to bring in either in January or next summer. They really need to refresh because if they rely on Salah and Mane and obviously they've got Jota now for too long, I think it's going to go wrong for them. They need yeah. to. I think they that maybe that's what they tried to do with Minamino, bring him in. Maybe thought yeah. that he would be the talent. Um, do you reckon maybe they'll look to focus on younger players this season? Maybe get Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott. I know Minamino's not like a homegrown player, but he's a younger player, isn't he? Do you reckon they'll maybe try and push that as sort of Arsenal have been doing with like giving their younger players quite a lot of responsibility? But I think it'll probably work out better for Liverpool because obviously the younger players have good senior players to take examples off of, unlike a certain Arsenal club. <laughs> yeah, Adam, what do you think about that? Do you think that that would be their focus maybe? Yeah, definitely. You already see a player like Harvey Elliott get a lot more game time. You expect them to try and try new players out because some of these are going to be playing for them in the future. So, yeah, for them, it's more of a season just seeing who works, who doesn't work in them next summer. You expect them to put some money in. But, yeah, it's kind of all Klopp can do at the minute because he's stuck with it pretty much the exact same had last season. So, yeah, I feel from quite a bit because FSG, again, is just horrible. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in terms of Liverpool, though, um, players like Minamino, Harvey, I expect to be good, but I, I don't know how you reckon, reckon to be top four players, we'll see, but uh, yeah. a lot of pressure on those, but hopefully you expect me to do well. I obviously, like fans rate their own youth players, personally, Like when it comes to Harvey Elliott, obviously he's good, and we just need to wait for him to show it properly. Obviously, he, ripped the, he did really well in the Championship last year at Blackburn. Um, but it's Curtis Jones, I'm not sold on. Um, no, same, same. I haven't really seen enough. I mean, I wouldn't say I, I'm not going to write him off because I haven't really watched him that much. But when I see people saying that he's like better than certain youngsters like Mount, who I've seen do so much more than him, it's like 
I think he just definitely needs at least a season of solid game time to show people that what he actually is about, you know. Mm, yeah, definitely. Anyway, we'll move on to, to your sacred club, Bob, Arsenal. Um, okay. Very poor start to the season. Um, yeah. Big spenders, 130 odd million pounds, biggest spending in the Premier League. Um, more than United, I think, it was, who yeah, I think we were biggest spenders in the whole world. I don't think anyone else were more than us. Yeah, well, what did you make of your transfers? Um, we'll start there. Uh, transfers, I think none of them were exciting, but I think it, they were sensible. We've we've signed six players, none of them are older than 23, which I think in hindsight is definitely a good thing because obviously we fell into the trap of buying old players. Obviously, Willian is a massive example of that it's just gone horribly wrong but yeah I think I think the I think Arsenal uh, a few maybe like it's given me a few days to sort of reflect on what's happened I was quite Arteta out like I don't want to say Arteta out and be like Arsenal fan TV but I was questioning him but I'm just thinking I'm going to give him the international break and I think when we come back if we have a fully fit team with everyone in the team I think our starting lineup is unrecognizable compared to like what we were playing in the first two games. Obviously, we've had Gabriel out. We haven't got the new right back. Thomas Partey's been injured. Obviously, uh, Bamiang and Lacazette have both been out for a long time, first three games or whatever. So I think, obviously, we're probably going to beat Norwich. I'd say we might scrape Burnley and then I think we'll lose to Spurs. And I think then is when you'll start to see this sort of season unravelling. But yeah, it's, it's honestly really hard to tell whether we're going to kick on and have a decent season or it's just going to get worse. Like, I honestly couldn't tell you. As you mentioned there with Arteta, um, Adam, what do you think about his job? Do you think that Arsenal need to keep him and keep this um, development of the squad that they seem to be going with? Or um, do you think they need to replace him? It's hard to tell, really, because no matter who's in charge of Arsenal at the minute, I think whoever's there is going to be screwed. Uh, I feel for Arteta a little bit because Stan Quake is just awful. Um, it really, what could he do? Like, you see a manager, yeah. you have did have a good time at Arsenal, but then he just goes to Villarreal and wins the opening with him. Like, I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter what, it's an impossible job at Arsenal. Um, I think we've had the worst window in the Premier League, I'll be honest. Uh, I think the centre half signs are good, uh, but there's just loads of odd ones, really. Like, do they really mm. need to spend £30 million pounds on a backup goalkeeper? I mean, I yeah. don't know, £160 million pounds to spend most in the world, obviously, as Bobby said. Um, I don't think they've invested well. Admittedly, there's not too many players that probably would come to Arsenal at the minute, but still, though, I mm. think they should have done better than what they really have. Um, I think yeah. Arsenal uh, some real ability in the team in some areas. I think they've needed some fullback. I mean, Tony's good, but I think they need a right side fullback. Uh, I think North Edition's really, um, I don't know. I think Arsenal are going to have the worst ever season in the Premier League, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm quite worried for them. It could go that, it could go that wrong, honestly. I think one yeah. of the things that people have been saying with Arteta is that. If you're going to get rid of him, as you said, it's an, it's an impossible job. If you're going to get rid of him, you need to have someone there that is good and that is ready to take over. I think one of the names that's out there at the moment that is available, that's just because he's available, is Antonio Conte. I don't think I could see any way that he would go to no. Arsenal. Um, I think he's a manager that needs, like, I think he demands a lot of ambition. And if he's given second best and he's not given the funding, he won't come. And obviously we know. That's not really Cronky's style, unfortunately. So I can't see that one happening. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I'm not really sure what, what they should do. Obviously, Arteta's not been um, great this season so far. Obviously, only a few games, so we've got to give him a bit more time. But mm -hmm. 
it's difficult with managers at the moment of I can relate to it at Forest. We've got Chris Hewton. I'm not too sold on him now, but yeah. it's a fact of who would we get in instead. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Arsenal season pans out. Could be doing Forest Arsenal next season, um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, uh, Spurs had a good start. Top of the league under Nuno. Yeah. Do you think Nuno can get them back to Champions League football this season? Let's go, Bob. Uh, I honestly don't know. Early signs show that, you know, they're solid. They've won both their, all three of their games 1-0. So I think that is not promising because obviously they haven't, to be fair, they haven't had Harry Kane for the majority of those games. So I guess we can see how it goes. I'm not too sure. Did you say if they can reach Champions League? Mm. I don't think that's possible. No, I don't think their squad is good enough. But, you know, the Premier League is unpredictable. So you never know how badly Liverpool could do or something like that so yeah it's always obviously a possibility but I don't think it's likely they definitely should push for top six and I regrettably I do think they might do it just because obviously I think Harry Kane is always going to perform no matter all the circumstances that are going around I think they've got obviously quite a decent few signings in obviously uh Brian Gills in there Romero they managed to keep hold of him Don Bele even though he did say he wanted to leave so, yeah, I think they might get top six, but I think there's no way they'll get top four. Yeah, and we were, uh, I was talking to Adam before the recording started and we said, obviously, Spurs were in this position last season, top of the league after the first few games, and then it all kind of toppled off. Yeah. Um, and as you mentioned there, Kane, it will be a key part of their performance. Adam, do you think with Kane, the whole transfer, do you think he's he has been at fault with the transfers? Obviously, his brother was the agent and at the time until he got rid of him and it mess he didn't he didn't leave or do you think it was levy that was the key part of it yeah, yeah definitely go. Uh, sorry. but uh i think the with kane you did want to leave the club obviously you want to go somewhere with trophies if you're not going to sell him this season when's he going to leave tottenham he's at that age now where he kind of needs to go if he wants to leave there but because i think in a year's time you know he's getting a lot older he's he kind of he is injury prone at times and i think with our clubs Willing to spend 100 plus million pounds on him. There's just better options out there. Uh, I think uh, Kane is honestly going to be stuck at Tottenham for quite a few more years. And uh, the problem with Tottenham is it's just obviously the, the bottle jobs, you can argue, really. Um, they've never really had a chance to win the trophies. Always seem to have fallen off the last curdle. But uh, I think with this season, though, Tottenham, uh, they've had a great start. Uh, I think with Liverpool, they could potentially get top four. I think it'll be between Tottenham and Liverpool, to be honest. I think Tottenham will finish fifth at the minimum. Um, I've liked the signs and made. Yes, I haven't really got Premier League experience, but it helps bolster the squad. And I think they look quite good. So I think keeping Kane massive. Um, obviously, more scores, more assists last season in the Premier League. I mean, the year's obviously going to be a key player for them. But um, I think the squad's still good. Uh, I think Nuno's had a great start for them. But I expect them to finish around about fifth. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah, so that's reasonable, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Obviously, no one thought Nuno was going to be the first replacement, like the name to be replacing Mourinho there. Uh, yeah. I think they, they really wanted Conte, but that didn't work. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how he does, to be fair. He did a good job at Wolves, but whether he can do that successively again, um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, we'll go to Adam, your team, Newcastle. Now, one point from the first three games. What are you making of your season ahead? Well, I'll start with the transfer window. Obviously, I said before, Bobby, that Arsenal's had the worst one. I think Newcastle's had the second worst one. I think it would be Newcastle. They've brought one player in who had last season alone. I actually think the squad is worse than what was last season because we've got 
rid of quite a few players. I mean, it, yeah. it's shocking. It really is shocking. But how am I supposed to be excited for the new season? We've done absolutely nothing in the window. I mean, it's already mm-hmm. proven to be a problem because uh, Callum Wilson, Sim Max, were both injury-prone players. And Wilson's already out for months, so there are. <laughs> That's yeah. the first one. I mean... Yeah, um, I think the team's very cocky. I think we, I think we just expect to stay up because we did it for the last couple of seasons now. But really, though, you see a team like Norwich, any team really that they're all investing. Uh, even Norwich, your uh, your club's invested quite well. And uh, yeah, Castle, like, what are we honestly trying to do? Like, it's it's ridiculous. We've got Ronaldo in two weeks' time. I mean, yeah, <laughs> gonna be a very first few games for us. I mean. I always got to support my team. I always go at the games, but uh, I generally do think we could go down this season. I'm really not happy how it's uh, obviously the window's been. Yeah, yeah. When we spoke before um, we started recording, you said that you'd been down at the training ground. You'd spoken to Steve Bruce, and you said there was nothing coming in. Um, do you think Steve Bruce will still be in a job by the end of the season? Yes, um, I don't think he gets sacked. And in terms of Steve Bruce, a lot of people say, why don't you leave? Well, why would he leave? I mean, he's getting paid millions of pounds for essentially just doing nothing, really. He's just working with the team he has. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's no reason the second mate actually will not sack him at all. It's too much money. He doesn't want to spend it. And I mean, listen, as long as we get 17 plus, he doesn't care. Like, he really does not care where we finish. And, um, that's mm-hmm. unfortunately the biggest problem at Newcastle, which everyone knows. I mean, it's not really a secret. But yeah, I think Steve Bruce has honestly got the safest job in the family. There's no way he can get sacked. I really can't see him get sacked. I yeah. think the problem is like the expectations at Newcastle aren't really being set. Like obviously you see with West Ham, the, the season before they had like a really close call. They almost, obviously almost got relegated and then they had that sort of spark and they went on that run and they had that sort of, you know, impetus to go and, you know, do well and do more than they should. But I think with Newcastle, obviously I don't want to like slander or anything like that, but I just do think that you need some excitement because obviously Steve Bruce is quite a, I'm sure you'd admit he's quite a boring manager. Obviously Signing Joe Willicks is a good signing, but apart from that, I just think you need to take hold. Like obviously, you've got some good players, Callum Wilson, say Maxim and Joe Willick, all that. I just think you do need to obviously have the investment and get some excitement. But obviously, with your crap owner, it's just not going to happen, is it? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just how it is. So uh, it's not going to change until my Ashley's gone. But yeah, yeah obviously, I'm for this season, but I, I'm I'm waiting for Newcastle. Um, yeah. Well, we'll move on to the the big one here to end it off. Um, who do we think is going to win the Premier League, um, mm. and and what makes you think that? Oh, we'll start. We'll go over to you first, Bob. Oh, it's, oh I don't know. It's 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 difficult to make a decision. Obviously, it's the three candidates: Chelsea, Man United, Man City. I think are the the three big ones. I wouldn't discount Liverpool, but obviously, as we said, it's it's quite a a long shot to say that they won't get any injuries this season. I do think that it's entirely possible that Chelsea could do it. I do think, yeah, I think it's more between Chelsea and Man. Oh, I don't know. Shall I, uh, Adam, I'll let you talk and have a thing. I'm going to have a and the two minutes to see if I can make my mind up. What do you think? Fair enough. I mean, yeah, it's between those three for me. If anyone else wins it, then it's going to be an absolutely mental season. Um, yeah. Chelsea and the both Manchester teams. I mean, originally I went for City uh, when I did my prediction video. Uh, that was a couple of weeks before a few more signs were made. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't want that happening, but I really think Manu's going to do it. Um, I really think yeah. Ronaldo will quite a bit. I think Oli will actually win the Premier League and get the 21st. Um, I think with Manu, they just, I don't know, the, the squad's really good. Um, mm-hmm. I think, the, yes, admittedly the DM sort of area, they did improve there, but I think Bruno Pogba, I mean, Ronaldo, they've got, they've got one of the best attacks in the world for me. The squad depth the attacks is an absolute joke. I mean, players like Greenwood are going to be incredible this season. And uh, 
Yeah, um, even if they don't win the league, I think it'll be very close between first and second. I think they will be within the first and second area. So I'm going to go with Man U. I'm going to stick with it. And uh, we see how things go for them. Obviously, I don't want them to do it, but I think they will do it. I think they will. Yeah, yeah. I think... That, that I think that makes the most sense. I'm not going to lie, obviously, being Arsenal being a London club, I don't want Chelsea to win. I'm bored of Man City winning. So if I'm honest, I actually quite like to see Man United win it. Like, obviously, I don't want them to, but I think they're definitely my preferred three, preferred one out of the three to win. So yeah, I'll, I'll go for Man United as well. I think they might do it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close race. As we said, their first and second are going to be close. From before United signed Ronaldo, I was going Chelsea. Um, mm-hmm. just because of how good they've been under Tuchel. But this bringing in Ronaldo is massive. I think that could possibly tip United towards it. Um, obviously, we have to also think about big contenders, Arsenal. Um, can they win it? No. Um, so, Man United would... I think there's something about the start of the season. They had a great start to the season with United... Something mm-hmm. feels like that there is this big chance that they're going to win the league this year. Yeah, but will, it's definitely but, possible. But will they beat Chelsea? That's the big question. I'll go. Yeah, I'll finish off. We'll go with the United hat trick. Um, hat trick. <laughs> we know previously from United videos that whatever we put in the um, as the title always goes famously wrong, such as why United yeah. wouldn't get top four last season. Um, yeah, maybe if we put United will win the league, then maybe they won't. But um, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. It's been great um, talking to Adam. Thank you for coming on. Um, and make sure you check him out. Uh, we'll leave all the links and everything and just go and follow him and listen to his stuff. It's great. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Make sure you follow us, whatever you're listening on, like Spotify or Apple, if you're on uh, YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. That was the final whistle. <laughs>